What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big Body Cisco, for episode two of the Western Conference Podcast with your boy, Big Body Cisco, and my brother, Wes Stafford. And we got a special guest today, UFC fighter, my brother, Tyson Pedro. How you doing, brother? Yeah, good, boys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> See, bro, this is way more professional. I'm telling you. No, see, no, no, see, because you do a podcast, right, yeah. Tyson? Yeah, the Half Cast Podcast. But if I told Ty to line up his belly button, we'd be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it with Ty Tui Vasa. That we, yeah. we, me and Westava were watching some episodes before you came in, and we were like, you know what? You guys have a lot of fun over there. Yeah, no, it is good. Uh, biggest problem is just getting Ty to yeah. fuck up. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's because like, that has to be a whole job in its own thing, right? 100%. So, like, he does nothing. For yeah. the podcast <laughs> besides turn up and now he doesn't even do that since like now i don't know if you know he's famous yeah so it leaves me on scene oh, see, all that, all that oh man nah, the, on, so. the, the scene hey. on scene is the one because nah, way he does that to it. me sometimes yeah, too. i'm like you yeah. know what way <laughs> but look nonetheless we want to welcome our guest tyson pedro over here because you are a fighter out of australia with spanish and samoan heritage huh mm. you got to tell us more about that because we me and wes were talking about that we we're like which one's samoan which one's spanish well, it's actually Australian, but I don't know where the Spanish came from. I'm pretty sure they went through Tokelau. Yeah. And they, 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 yeah, they got us there, got all the family. So yeah. um, that's where the Pedro came from, come from, I'm pretty sure. But uh, I need to look into the history. But um, my dad, Chase, is originally from Oceanside, California. Yeah. Then, he's um, in the game. Yeah. Pops yeah. is in the game. Yeah, yeah. He's been, um, I've been training since I was like four years old. Yeah. So he's pretty much been beating me up since then and um now i get a chance to do it back to him so <laughs> I've, I've man i've had i've got him on a diet i've been training yeah I've the been, tables I've have been, turned yeah, right i've been pumping it it went from um uh like pedro's son to now tyson's dad yeah you know, yeah and he didn't really like that <laughs> <laughs> they never liked that part of yeah. it too but you got a fight coming up yeah you got a fight coming up at the apex here in las vegas this sunday so, I mean, come on, but Saturday. you've been off. You've been off for about almost two years, right? Not almost four years. Four years. Okay, so you're yeah. looking at last fight, what, 2018? Yep. And that was against uh, Rua? Yep, Sergeant Rua. And, but you uh, tore your ACL then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, um, I think uh, that a lot of people said that, like, um, oh, you're beating him up and then you tore your ACL. If that didn't happen, you would have won. But I, I don't agree with that. Like, I've been, like, reflecting on it a lot and um, – it was my fault. I shouldn't have let him get to my back. And then that's when he kicked it out. So extreme ownership, man. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to move forward. So. Not a lot of people take ownership too, Tyson. Yeah, for sure. Because at least you could take, you know, you know what you did wrong and what you got to do for this fight. Yeah. This fight you got coming up against. So is it Ike or Ike? Because me and Wes were talking. <laughs> Somebody called him Ike. I was yeah. like, is that like a, you know a Polynesian, Polynesian way yeah, to say nah, it? No, no, no. So uh, yeah, Ike Villanueva. Like, yeah. Well, you said that better than me as well. I pronounced <laughs> it right once. <laughs> And this guy, you guys, he, he's a light heavyweight as well. Yeah. But he, he looks a little heavier than you. Yeah, because he originally came from heavyweight. Okay. So that's what we were talking about. So him coming from heavyweight, yeah. is that a disadvantage for you? Because you had to drop weight as well. Yeah, I was pretty much heavyweight as well before this. I was training with Ty in Dubai. I was 110 kilos, whatever that is in pounds. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've had to drop to 205, but I'm, I'm almost on weight. But it, if he stayed heavier, that's better for me. Um, heavy, like the heavier guys are a bit slower. Obviously, they hit harder. Yeah. But um, yeah. But that's a lot of weight for you to lose. Yeah, it was. I mean, when you lose that much weight, do you lose some of the power that you you see? Yeah, I'm, you can say that now, huh? <laughs> no, no, he's like we'll a light heavyweight. Yeah, no, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Well, yeah, um, we'll see in the fight. But I, I feel uh, like strong still, so everything's going good. I'm still hitting. I, if if I did take off some of the power, I'm faster for sure. Yeah. But you, you like going to the ground anyway. Yeah, like, I, I prefer to get punched in the face, but like the ground's just like. It's hard to 
get away from it yeah. because like even when i train with guys it's just um it's subconsciously in there now all the moves and stuff i know where people's it's just a feel now like yeah. i don't think about it and that's what you know that's when you've got it covered yeah. when you don't have to think about it so and uh, that's sometimes the worst thing that can happen in a fight as soon as you think about something you're already a second behind and then yeah. you already mm -hmm. get a punch in the face so but you that has to be a beauty for you to be able to say okay i can bang and I can also go to the ground. Yeah, for sure. And that's why, like, uh, it's good that I'm, I, I'm just never worried if it goes to the ground if I end up on my back. Yeah. If I, so, um, I, I'd like to stand stand up, but it doesn't matter where the fight goes. I just get the job done this weekend. Well, speaking yes, speaking of going to the ground and banging, you're training with like wait, what? Where's that? <laughs> yeah, pause. What? Pause, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> when you not not when you bang bang, but uh, when you are fighting, standing up, but you're you're, you're training with like Ty and all the bigger boys, yeah. like. Dude, they don't go to, like to go to the ground as much. So how do you kind of like make up for that in training? No, we still um, like yeah. So us this this just has been a long camp, man. It's been fourteen weeks, uh, and you n normally have to do a longer camp if um, you've been off for so long. Yeah. But uh, I did um, the first part of the camp in Dubai with Ty, and uh, that was just crazy in itself because that was costing me way too much money. Yeah. So um, but uh, his fight got pushed forward, my fight got pushed back. So I got out of Dubai and then I went and trained with Alex Volkanovsky at their gym. But they're all tiny. Yeah. So that that's another thing to work around, but they're the best at war work. So I ended up in Queensland uh, for the last eight weeks and Glenn Spav, who yeah. um, he's uh, trained with Thailand, trained with, he actually coached Thai as well in his corner. He's the best at the war work and wrestling. So uh, the CKB boys actually, um, Eugene and Carlos got, yeah. um, got stuck in Australia. Uh -oh. um, so uh, they were able to break down the fight with me and train for it. So I, I would have been doing the camp at CKB yeah. if the COVID restrictions weren't still on in Australia and well, New Zealand. With the COVID restrictions, like finally like being lifted up, is it is a little bit easier now to see what training camp you want to go to and how long you want to do it for? Yeah, well, for Australia it is, but um, like I said, New Zealand was still cut off. So um, I was supposed to, that, that, that in itself, like this was my comeback fight. I picked CKB to be my camp to go to, yeah. to train out of. Then when they threw that spanner in the works, I was like jumping to Dubai, going to Gold Coast. I was like, it was that was a bit of a head doer, but it all worked out in the end. And it, that's how it usually does. But the traveling has to take a toll on you. It was, I flew to New Zealand and Australia, and it's a long flight. This one whacked me. The, yeah. The, um, the, uh, this flight, the 15 hours, I uh, actually ended up being 18, but um, I'm still dealing with the jet lag now. So, but yeah. The, I, I it takes a while to get that jet lag. Yeah, I don't to know catch how up. people deal with it regularly. Yeah. And um, the UFC actually, they fly you out. I think it's supposed to be like Tuesday normally. So I paid extra so I could come earlier yeah. because I didn't deal with it well last time. So I was like, fuck that. I can't oh, get stuck so with the jet get, lag. You got to get fight ready, right? Yeah. Come yeah. on. So that was probably a blessing for you to have the pandemic uh, going on during your uh, yeah. recovery, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, like it slowed everyone else down and just left like this time void that everyone was like stuck in. So. Uh, with with that and then plus like I've visualized being here yeah. this, that whole time that whole three four years so it really felt like I haven't missed anything to yeah. be honest no it, FOMO going on during yeah that. no <laughs> I, was, I, I knew I was going to be back here so that was it when you're in training what what do you cut out what do you try to cut out that you like find it hard to cut out this is the first time first camp that I've cut anything out so because um, you had to drop weight yeah <sighs> so I I usually walk on I'll, I'll drink beer and yeah. eat burgers everything normally in fight camps this was the first one that i've done everything perfect so cut out uh, like i've done all the diet no, no alcohol no, nothing so um that's yeah. that discipline was i don't know if i could do all that to beat somebody ass you that, know what that's, I mean? that's the mma life man it is the, I mean, because uh, is, why wouldn't you just stay at heavyweight 
to, to kind of bypass all that? Because it's an easy drop. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Like uh, if, I, if I was struggling with the drop, then I'd stay up there. Yeah. But it's an easy drop. Like I, I'm almost on weight now and I'm forward at three days out from the weigh-in. I'll see. Now, how much do you weigh now? Probably 95, 96 kilos. Oh, actually 95 kilos. I don't so know. We got to do the conversion. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I think I think that's about two. Carry the five. I think that's oh, okay. About, so only like five pounds. Drop the six. <laughs> okay, cool. so so you're not that heavy because <laughs> when he says kilos, I'm just thinking okay, light. I look at my big ass. I'm like, oh, he ain't weighing more than my he's ass. Like a thousand kilos. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a lot of kilos. There's a lot of kilos over here. Right. I think the hardest thing about the weight cutting is the water loading. I'm doing water loading at the moment. I'm, so you're pissing like every five minutes. Right, I feel like I need to piss now. So <laughs> I'm on. Well, there's, there's a bucket on the table yeah, next sweet. to Wade's bucket, but other than that, no. If we got to take a break, we'll take a break, man. <laughs> where the name Tyson come? Is it obvious where the name Tyson yeah, came from? Uh, yeah, my old man gave it from Mike Tyson. Um, I came out and uh, I wasn't crying and just had this angry look on my face. And, wow. Yeah, so that was like, oh. Wait, you wasn't crying out the womb? Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> Hold up. That's what they told me. Oh, bro, don't. I'm, I'm not trying to be hard or anything. I cry all the time now. <laughs> Somebody had said that, like, before we got in a fight, he was like, I didn't cry coming out the womb. Like, what? And he ended up getting beat up. But that's, that's another story. But when you don't come out the room crying, I mean, you got to know that the name has to fit the stature yeah. of the man. So you being in the fight game, that all, like, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it's all worked out. Like, I don't know if that, but I, but I think dad knew he was going to make me a fighter the whole yeah. time as well. So maybe that was it. <laughs> so that's how pretty much how you got started in the fighting? Yeah, man. We, I've been doing this. Well, I started Japanese jiu-jitsu when I was like four years old. And uh, we did everything from hand-to-hand combat to weapons. Um, like, got my first sword at like seven. So we've been doing... You're living like an anime life. Bro, yeah. You over here got swords <laughs> at seven. But uh, Yeah. I, and since then, I've collected a knife for every fight camp. Like, it's just like... Uh, I've oh yeah, see, he's, he's those cats you stay away from. And, yeah, <laughs> you've been playing with knives since six and seven. Yeah, you kind of stay away from Tyson for a little uh, bit. Yeah, but um, it's just uh, like fighting's just in us. Yeah, like in our whole family, like we're all fighters. My sister, like my little brother, just all fighters. And I and I always was telling Wes I wanted to ask this question: being a Polynesian fighter, you just saying that we all we know is fighting. Yeah, how do you? restrain yourself from just being out in the public and someone wanted to test you you know what i mean yeah well i think ty's still figuring that out yeah oh yeah <laughs> we, we were out last time he was here and we was like okay we gotta get him but um the the difference is like uh we got i got raised in martial arts yeah so, so you have that, a discipline yeah, yeah it's always been discipline and that we like so dad was always like if you see someone getting bullied or like obviously you can do it but we get big hidings if we go yeah. in fights as well yeah so as, as long as it's for the right reason. But who knows what the right reason was because Dad was still making that choice. Exactly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, when, when Tyson says hiding, that means they got their ass whooped. So yeah, everyone um, knows when you got whooped from your dad, you was getting hiding and oh, you whatever. Oh, say hiding? Like, Hidings? No, no that's, that's, all, that's oh, an Australian it? word. Oh, it? yeah. But it's cool. It's, it's not yeah. racist or anything. No, it's just, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> Bro, so both, both my front teeth are fake, broken my nose. I've only been knocked out twice, both times by my old man. Yeah. Um, all the, most of the scars on me, like... Uh, Oh, one time we were playing the flinch game, bro, and that was the worst idea. I was like, two for flinching. <laughs> I punched him. He grabbed the chair. He goes, two for flinching. And it just kept escalating. And I was, I should have known yeah. that I was going to lose this other way. But he used to do this trick where he'd throw a knife and catch it. And he got a bit slower. Hold up, he caught the he damn would knife. Throw the knife and catch yeah, it. Yeah, like he'd throw it and catch Pops the Pops is like a ninja. Pops, Dang, Pops yeah. is like a full-on ninja yeah. at this point. Yeah, well, he wasn't. 
because the knife left his hand and stuck straight in my chest. And uh, so at first I just started crying because I was like, my dad stabbed me. How old were you? 14, 13, 13, 14. So this um, this is like Jake the Musk raised him or something because God damn, this look CPS, don't call the show right now. But but um, yeah, the worst part about it was um, I got hiding or got beat up for playing the game which caused the knife to go into my chest and then I got Oh so it was your fault at yeah, that point. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> if, I, if I didn't play the game with him, he wouldn't have stabbed me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> see, that has a lot, lot to do with your upbringing. You're talking about like Pops is already in the game. Yeah. So when you're a kid and you see, you know, like all of us, you want to do what Pops does. Yeah. So was that the first thing you being four years old saying, okay, this is something that I might want to get into? Because you was already doing the martial arts. Yeah. Um, uh, not not at that young. As a kid, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, but. I honestly believe if like, and this is something that I'm struggling with as a father now, uh, is everyone's telling it, saying that you shouldn't push your kids into doing stuff. But if you want them to excel, they have to start early at something. Yes. Like I honestly agree. Like you see all the parents that are saying- okay, Hold up, Tyson. Say that again for the people in the back. Cause I don't <laughs> think they heard you. Yeah, you, you need to give them sort of some sort of direction because like you see with King Richard, you see Tiger Woods, if you if they want to mm-hmm. excel, they have to yes. be given some sort of guidance yeah. and, um, like early access to it. Like that's the reason why I'm so good at jujitsu and the ground game. Yes. Is I've been doing it since I was a kid. I didn't know I wanted to do it then. I, but one good thing was, well, there was a lot of good things, but my parents let me try everything, all different sports. So they got me playing the piano. I played yeah. the clarinet. Um, I, so you had options. Yeah. There was stuff that you, like there was a whole plethora of yeah. things that you wanted, you could have well, did. Well, main, main reason was my mom never wanted me to fight. So yeah. she was getting- So she, she was trying to find you stuff that tennis, get you tennis, try <laughs> soccer, try football, everything. Pop was like, yeah. no, go whoop his yeah. ass. Yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Basically. So even my mom now, she's like never said how, that she's proud of me with fighting. Yeah. Uh, like, um, but I did that ad with Shannon Noll and Drink West, and she was like, "Man, I'm so proud of you." This because yeah. he's a big singer in Australia. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh, that's the thing you're proud of, <laughs> not the UFC." Out of yeah. everything we do, yeah. that's what you're proud nah, of, right sure, now. Right? That, that's it, mom. So, at what age did you develop uh, like a passion for uh, the, the sport of fighting? Because uh, you, you, ha- you have to have stabbed. Yeah, yeah. At well, fourteen, he was stabbed. Yeah, no, it's um, man, I haven't even thought about that. Um, I. I I think at 15, I realized I wanted to do it by myself. That's why actually dad knocked me out um, because uh, I told him I wanted to do fighting. He had a, he had um, King of the Cage, which was a fight show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were just talking about yeah. that. King and, of the Cage. Uh, um, I, I used to do the gate for it. And at that stage, no one was making money in yeah. MMA. So my old man didn't want me to follow that path. He wanted me to go to university. They always say the same shit. To go make to money. university, mm-hmm. go, that be smart. And then I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to fight. So I don't know. Have you heard that story about when he knocked me out? No, uh, we, we know that he knocked you out. We uh, want to hear the whole full okay, story. Okay, though. yeah. So I told we don't want to just go that you got knocked out. Uh, We're like, okay, tell us a story. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I told him I wanted to fight, and uh, he goes, "Oh, you want to disrespect me like that? Okay, put on the gloves." And he had a fight coming up against someone named Bobby. Oh, can't remember the last yeah. name. But we so we're um, we're sparring in the ring. It was I was sixteen. It was the first time I ever hit um, my dad with a solid right hand. I came over the top, performing. Oh, no letting up. Yeah. No letting up. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, you went for it. 100%. I was shit. like, this is my shot. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> if there's going to be any shot, it's going to be right yeah. now. Yeah. So I did the overhand. I cracked him. And the only person I've seen eyes glaze over sort of like that is like a similar way as like Mark Hunt, I think. Yeah. And I knew that I fucked up. And I just... <laughs> I it saw, was at this point. <laughs> yeah, he knew. But I started shimmying. Yeah. I was running around the <laughs> ring like I was like, "Help, Dad! Hey, yeah, whoa, Dad!" And he's going, "Come here, I'm gonna kill you, Bobby." Yeah. I go, "Who the fuck is Bobby?" Yeah. I go, so he's dazed at this it, point. Yeah, he's I, dazed. I goes, Tyson, Dad, yeah. your son, love you. <laughs> and then, uh, and then it was a quick, doom, doom, one, two. 
and uh, everyone from there was a gym called EFG, uh, and Tama Tahuna was there, James Tahuna, uh, I think Brad Morris, like all pioneers of the Australian fight game, they're all there. And I remember hearing this thing come back, and I like all the noises, and I go, "Please don't be at the gym. Please don't be Please at the gym." Don't be at- when you're coming uh, too, you're yeah, like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. it could be a hospital room or yeah, something." Yeah, yeah. But- <laughs> I, I think, and I look up, I look around. And I was at the gym, obviously, and, and everyone is looking away. Like, everyone's pretending. Like, oh, this yeah. is new. I was like, you sons of bitches, someone yeah. stick up for me. See, because there was like yeah. a hidden rule. If you, like, beat your kid up, everyone around would just have to act like nothing happened. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. This is I, new. See nothing. I didn't hear nothing. That was it. So um, so I, you caught Pops, and then you caught a two-piece, and then you yeah. woke up. Yeah. And um, I, I saw my teeth on the ground. And I was like, oh, so I grabbed, I grabbed my teeth, and I go to get out of the um, ring. My old man's like, where the fuck are you going? Um, and I was like, Dad, my teeth and my nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked. It. And uh, he goes. And mild back. concussion. Yeah. My <laughs> uh, he, goes, we, um, he goes, you still got a minute 30 left on the clock. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so, Pops was going by the clock. Yeah. <laughs> he said, there's still 1.30 left. You're like, I got to go to the emergency yeah. room. There's no tap out yeah. rule. <laughs> nah, so then. Uh, um, so you had to fight out the 1.30? Yeah, 100%. Oh, hell. And um, he just made me punch him for the rest of the 1.30. I was crying. I was yeah. like, oh. Punch it, and he's trying to bite my hands going, <laughs> and I just busted up his whole face he was bleeding and like everyone at this point had just completely walked away from yeah. the ring they didn't want oh yeah no they didn't want nothing they wanted none of they this want no, no part of it they didn't want to be a witness and, to this uh, yeah. assault that was yeah. <laughs> and, so, and then um, uh, this was the most bullshit out of the whole thing um, afterwards he goes Tyson come outside he goes I just want to let you know that was like you're jumping I'm going to allow you to fight I was like, wow. that's some bullshit. I was like, you're <laughs> no, just saying that because you feel so I thought so you were going to say, well, my dad said because I, I beat you up because I love you. You know that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's bullshit. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's I, even more traumatizing I, for me. Yeah, no. He was like, yeah, yeah I wanted to do, you're allowed to fight now. Like it was some sort of gatekeeping yeah. thing. No, you fucked up and beat, beat the fuck out of me. And now you're you like, feel look, bad. So you're the like, police don't yeah. arrest me. We're going to let you fight. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, no, honestly, like I said, um, as like hard um, of an upbringing as it was, uh, like in martial arts world, uh, I wouldn't be here today if it yeah. wasn't for that sort of shit. And Absolutely. that gave me that drive. Like that's why I'd never folded in this four years off. Yeah. Uh, the de- determination was always there because of that sort of shit. And this is, like I said, this is something I struggled with as a father because my daughter's coming up now yeah. and I'm going, okay, I want to give her that's uh, what what i found what, looking back on it this is what our podcast was about is like breaking through the um adversities and that's what gives you the strength to get through life and oh, uh, yeah. to be successful but how do i give her those adversities without the trauma without the trauma yeah and, th- and that that right there is the puzzle yeah because like i have kids too i i, I got a gang of kids but just <laughs> there. but um like you try to say how do i not do what i went through you yeah. know what we went through yeah. at, growing up because we don't want them to have, you know, when you're a father and you're a parent, you kind of have that instinct to like, oh, you would never want to see your your kid hurt yeah. in that way. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what happened to our dads and what they yeah, thought no. at that point. Because I was like, what happened? There was no internet. I yeah, but, that's all. That's all but now can. the older they are, the yeah. nicer they are. A hundred percent. And I'm thinking, like, you know, my, my girlfriend would say, um, you know, your dad's so nice. And I'm like, nah, he was a motherfucker back in the <laughs> that's day. That's exactly what everyone says about my old man. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, he is nice. Now. Now. <laughs> because I, I'm looking at him, you know, he's grandfather. And his grandpa, he's yeah. papa now. Yeah. But now I'm trying to look at, like, how do I raise my kids without whooping their ass like he whooped our ass, yeah. but with, still without making them soft. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's like a big struggle to try to say, okay, we're trying to raise our kids, especially in this crazy world we're living yeah. in today. Yeah, I'm um, like, and uh, no one knows, obviously, uh, but 
I think creating adversity without that is like the only thing that I could think of is through hard training, through yeah. discipline. And like you look at someone like Kobe Bryant, who was his daughter, he wasn't making do anything. Recipes, Kobe, it, man. Yeah. Recipes. But um, uh, like she was up there training with him yeah. at 4 a.m. in the morning. And that's the sort of shit yeah. that creates like monsters. Because of the, yeah. our kids see what we do and they kind of want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, you know, us growing up, like my, me being a DJ, you know, they just seeing, oh, I want to know, I want to know music. Yeah. And you kind of like, you know, growing up, you were talking about it. You know, I kind of lived through my kids having them, you have to play football. Yeah. Like my oldest one, you have to play yeah. football. Because I was kind of like reliving my days through them. Yeah. Then my, like my second son, I was like, oh, I don't want to play football. I was like, oh, you kind of got to play football. By the time I got to my fourth son, I was like, you can play if you want to. But then my other kids were like, well, what happened to us? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, you kind of learn yeah. the yeah. lessons yeah. that you go as being a father. Like say, okay, I don't got to be as hard on, on my kids as it was on my yeah. older ones. And I think, um, uh, well, uh, if you see that happened with our family as well, my brother didn't get hit at all. Yeah. And I was like, hold on, why is he not getting hit? Yeah. Are you, are you the oldest? Yeah, I'm the oldest. Uh, oh, see, the oldest is like the one that you got to learn from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the oldest too, so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, makes but, sense And I now. used to cry when I get hidings all the time. So my dad made me stick pins in my shoe and he goes, just stab yourself in the arm every time you feel like crying. I was like, this could be a criminal case. As well. <laughs> <laughs> right. So come on, build this case against Pops right here. Right. <laughs> like, uh, and this is like uh, now you see him with my gra with his grandkids. Yeah. And you just go, man, he, that's that's awesome. That's what it's supposed to be. And but, that, we learned that way we see him with the grandkids and we're like damn i would have got slapped or something yeah, yeah. at this point yeah. you know my son's like screaming at the top of his lungs yeah. i'm like okay whoop his ass dad like ready for the whoop yeah. and then he doesn't do it and i'm like oh am i supposed to do it yeah so i'm supposed to be the bad guy then he was like no no don't do it yeah and i was like if these kids knew what you did to me yeah, yeah. and you know so and it's then crazy. so you get do you get in trouble when you're gonna give hiding yes yeah so if i whoop their ass he go don't 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 yeah, do yeah, the kids yeah. like that i'm like hold up yeah now you want to be an angel, but you was whooping my ass growing up. Yeah. But they don't want us to do that to our to yeah. their grandkids that's, that's, and our kids. That's the grandparent. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, that granddaddy that. vibe right there. I'm like pops. I'm a, when you're not looking, I'm gonna whoop his ass. So just to let you know that. Um, and I, I guess like what you're saying with the uh, with the football and stuff, like parents trying to live the, yeah. through their kids is like. I guess that's what's a hard part, deciding when you're pushing your kids towards that goal or yeah. if you're like living your life through them, I guess. And if you're like, you're getting them away from it, you know, because yeah. sometimes they'll like it and Force if you push it. too hard, yeah. you're like, oh, no, I don't like it because my dad wants me yeah, to do yeah. it. Well, that's why I brought up the passion thing, you know, yeah. because it's like at some point you have to develop your own passion yeah. for yeah. it. Otherwise, well, it's, you know. Well, like a, a big turning point for me, I think. Uh, so I don't know what it is over here, but I'm year 11 and 12. So my dad, I was, uh, I, my parents had split up and I moved in with my old man. And he had some stuff going on. He was like, oh, Tyson, I've got to go to the States for a couple of months. And I was living with him, so I was six, 16 at the time. And then he didn't come back for a year. Yeah. So I was like, uh, you coming back from the store, Bob, or what you want? <laughs> <laughs> right. He got me good. I was by, so I was by myself for like almost a year. And um, uh, I, I got accepted into um, an academic school. And uh, their, their like, theory was that you can pick when you want to go to class and shit. Yeah. And uh, we treat you like university students. So I was like... Okay, that just means don't go to class. Exactly. So, so I, um, I, every morning I was catching like the train to go train, and I was skipping all the school yeah. just to go train all the and classes. Do yeah. So that's when I think that really like yeah that gave me that desire to train and work on myself. So that was about it from there. So like being like deciding, what's the deciding factor in saying okay when you guys do have these fights coming up? Like you you had a long layoff. Mm. When you guys do, you guys get presented with 
potential fights and be like, okay, yeah. I, I do want to fight him. I don't, or do you have a choice? Uh, depends if they like you or not. I think. Yeah. Like, um, if because you've seen some of these guys, they're just newcomers and they're getting some hard ass fights. Yes. So, um, like, yeah, some sometimes you can get like, all right, we have these, these, these guys. Obviously, it changes with weight divisions. Who's who's fighting? Like, when the upcoming fights are. So, uh, yeah, um, they asked me for heaps of fights all the way through while while I was injured. Like I was, I couldn't walk, and they were going, "Do you want to fight this guy?" I was like, "Shit, I'd like to walk again first. Yeah, so. but we we're talking about like me and Wes were talking about you were fighting with like Ty, but also Mark Hunt and that whole camp. Yeah, like how, when you guys are because they're like big stars by that time. Yeah. Um, especially Mark, him being, yeah. you know, the the longevity he's had in the game. When you guys have teachers or, or people that you guys train with, like Mark Hunt, yeah. like Ty Tuivas, you guys are all just kind of. All after the same goal at that point, yeah, right? Yeah, and um, that was a really crazy. Um, and I was so thankful to be a part of that man. Yeah, like he asked me to be in his corner for like one of his. I think it was his last fight in Russia. Yeah, that's and right, man. That was that. Like I'm getting shit tingles thinking about it. Um, because that like th this is someone I watched like growing up. Yes, and uh, to now be cornering him, helping yeah. him with jujitsu is like just fucking whole crazy. And shit. as a fighter, you have to because us as Polynesian kids. You you kind of like always vibe to the ones that are probably like during yeah. those days Ray Seffo and yeah. Mark Hunt and us growing up that's were like our guys yeah. you know even today so you have people that have Tyson Pedro Tai Tuivasa mm. where this I, I say demographic of this culture of the Polynesian culture if they see the Polynesian tattoos you mm. kind of have not that it's not too much pressure but you kind of have the backs of these kids saying I need to say I'm going for him because he's one he he looks like me yeah so yeah. does that put pressure on you guys as fighters especially in today's social media age yeah. Uh, Honestly, not really. Yeah. Like, um, I, I always try to tell people, don't make me your idol, because yeah. like, I'm not trying to be anyone's idol. Seems like, like all you guys always say that. <laughs> well, it's because I know I'm not a good person. Yeah. Like, I, it's like I'm not. I'm fucked up. But like, I've done yeah. like bad shit in my life as well. So, who am I to say like, yeah, here I'm the model for Absolutely. like good things? It was like you need to look to your parents because the only one I'm trying to help out is yes. my daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, uh, obviously, I try to, um, present a good like, uh option like but also that's what our podcast like i said was initially about was saying you could come from a bad area or upgrade upbringing and still be successful yeah speaking of the half cast podcast tell us a little bit more about that for people who don't know yeah uh well so um it started in our shed um, yeah uh, and ty and i were just like hey bro we should just get on there and just talk shit and then it just started blowing up yeah and like you have to remember we were no one at that stage yeah. like i don't even think ty had, was in the ufc at that time or he just signed and uh yeah, people just thought it was funny. We had this like uh, good dynamic where he doesn't do anything but talk, say funny shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and turn up. But um, yeah, it just worked out. Um, and it was fun. I I actually really enjoy it, and that's something I look to do continuing. Like um, like this, you get to meet cool people. Yeah. Like and just, I think I've really like I was a big introvert before the UFC. Yeah. Um, didn't like talking oh, nice. to people. Yeah. Like UFC really brought me out of my shell. It helps so you a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We could because you have to meet fans all the time. Yeah. Like and I before like if I don't know you, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's how I always was. So. Standoffish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't talk yeah, to me right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I just I just don't know you. So how can I trust you or yeah. talk to you? But like this made me open up a bit more and um. Like even I like you know how it is is like you don't tell stuff about your family or yeah. like so because it's always been like secret it's yeah like, yeah only what we're supposed to know about yeah, that yeah. yeah so now like I'm like fuck it so dad won't be happy about some of these stories but <laughs> <laughs> dad's gonna watch this like yeah. this motherfucking yeah. here boy we said <laughs> you, you signed a non-disclosure yeah. agreement for this shit yeah so tell us about the drink West uh, oh bro that's um that's been a, one of the coolest things because we've seen um, the commercial with you and Bam singing yeah. 
So did, did, how many takes did that take? Yeah, about 15, I think. Honestly, not as much as I thought. I thought it was yeah. going to take a lot more. Um, Ty was actually the hardest one to reel in the, uh, yeah. that whole one because he was drunk by like halfway through it. <laughs> so he, he kept going, drink break. Yeah. <laughs> drink break. I was like, no one's asked for a drink break. He's just calling it. So Wait, Who was asking for the yeah. drink break? Oh, Ty again. Yeah. So um, uh, that... Uh, that started with Ty. Just um, he decided he wanted to make um, so uh, an alcohol beer, and uh, then he goes, "Well, I don't drink beer, so I'll get Tyson involved." Yeah. Now he drinks unlimited amount beer, of beer. Yeah. So I don't know where that. <laughs> so you were the beer we, guy. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah and uh, um, yeah, we that night we went and tried like all these different bit. We're blind, and uh, we just found two beers that we liked. Got this um, genius to mix it together. Yeah. And the rest is history, man. It just yeah. kicked off and. From that, I ended up opening two more restaurants uh, during COVID. And it's all back home. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, like, so imagine two fobs have <laughs> had no idea yeah. about like beer, how to make it, how to order it. Exactly. We, I think we ordered like 10,000 liters or something, something ridiculous. <laughs> and we had, we, when it arrived, we're like, fuck, how are we going to get rid of this? bro? <laughs> so I opened up a wings restaurant just so we could sell the beer. Yeah. So yeah, um, and then. Uh, but being in this position, it makes you kind of like spread your entrepreneurial wings to yeah. say, okay, we want some wings with beer. It's called yeah. hand in hand. And because nothing against it, but I could just never work in the office or yeah. like something like that. So this was a, like I said, that time off was good because it gave me something to like. I learned all about the business, yeah. hospitality. I learned that I never want to work in it. Yeah, that, absolutely. <laughs> that um, people coming up with their complaints and shit. I was like, listen, yeah. <laughs> the complaint section's out by the trash. Exactly. I'll, I'll meet you out there in thirty. <laughs> The complaint department is Ty. Yeah. We'll take it up with Ty yeah. real quick. So what what, what other uh, business ventures do you have going on? Uh, so the brewery, that's a separate ent entity. Uh, we um, I opened up an Italian restaurant. Um, there's another one in the works, but uh, yeah. So And what part of uh, this is in Australia? Yeah, in Sydney. Okay. So in Sydney Sydney's Penrith, dope. Western yeah. Sydney. Sydney's so dope. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been out there. We went out there for a couple of shows with Comic Kings. We did like a whole oh, little mad. New Zealand, Australia thing. And yeah. it's just... You know, when you're just in the city in the States and you go to a country like Australia, it's kind of like almost like culture shock. Yeah. Because at first you're thinking, I'm thinking, good day, mate. Put a little <laughs> shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, you know, no. that's racist, but that's okay. Yeah. But <laughs> you're thinking crocodile if you've never been there. Yeah. So then once you get there and kind of like accept, oh, there's a lot of polys here. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like in New Zealand, I was like, okay, there's a lot of polys <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, it's all polys. And then I was like, wait a minute, this looks like San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> like, he started getting back, like, oh, this is the hood. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you all you know are the postcards that yeah. you see from like Australia and New Zealand and all that. But now that you guys are coming up from there, you guys are actually making a name for yourself, not just in the fighting realm, but in the entrepreneurial where you have Something that you can call your own. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, obviously after that ad, Ty, he, he came up with the idea and he's, he's, if there's one thing that he's just a genius with, it's marketing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and like, Oh, he's saw, a marketing genius. Yeah, bro. Like, even you see, bro, just the fight show, the showmanship, like, that's yeah. with Drink West, uh, he's put it, really blown it up and... Uh, yeah, a lot of good things have come this even this week. So I got a business call after this because he, that ad just blew up. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah. Worked so is Drink West just a thing for Australia right now, or, or we can, can we see it out here? We're hoping. We're hoping. We yes. want it internationally, but um, there's there's also a lot of like regulations yeah. with that and stuff. So. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Definitely would love to get it out, yeah. Because there's West, no matter where, there's West everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's got their West and everyone wants to be a part Western of it. Western Conference. There you go. <laughs> Drink West. <laughs> West Staffa. Yeah, yeah. Come go. on. It's all West over here. That's it. We've got to get you some over here anyway. Yeah, but we, what we do have here is Kava, right? Then that, that, that's yeah, what yeah, you'll be do. doing. Yes. So do you partake, we, we call this Kava Clap Clap or Pass? Do you Kava Clap Clap or do you Pass? 
At the moment, I'm passing. No, at the moment you pass, yeah. but do you in a regular day? Yeah, you would no, just... I'm gonna take some home with me for sure. See, I can't. I, I, I'm not. No, see, see, this is like the Kava expert right here. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. I can't even lie about it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. But I see when yeah. people drink it. When you drink a lot of it, right? He's lying, man. Because you know there be a lot of times where I'm mixing and he'll come over, man. Link, well, I already already be drunk off Jameson by that point. That's so, what I was about to say. Yeah. People, <laughs> people just drink it so that they can drive drunk when not get yeah, tested. Yeah, once I'm drunk off Jameson, I'll drink anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were just talking about um, things that's going on in Australia, but we want to start talking about stuff other than fighting. Like, what artists, what music are you listening to? Not when you're training, just when you're at the house chilling. Um, or actually both during training yeah. and yeah during uh, training outside. and when you're at, at the house they're, they're actually pretty similar like um uh because i don't listen to like pump up music yeah mm. like i'm listening to slow jams and like i've got heaps of 660 playing at the moment so i, I don't know do you have you heard of 660 from new zealand 660 yeah uh, 659 i've heard of not oh, 660 <laughs> <laughs> but they're they yeah. r&b group yeah i uh, know it's i feel no, like we should know them where we like you're, no music you're gonna have to check it out 660 yeah, yeah they're the best it's down 660 so, so r&b group <laughs> if you ever <laughs> right on your hand when i like, six. like i ain't listening to that bullshit <laughs> no so we're, we're music kind of yeah, sewer yeah. so I do a show called Love Jones, and I'm an R&B guy. Yeah. Um, like, like you said, I can't work out to like Eye of the Tiger and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I got to work out to like R&B stuff <laughs> yeah, that I, you know. For sure. I'm no, not like the rah rah guy yeah, to listen no. to that. Bro, but when I you say R&B, bro, I have Mariah Carey fantasy playing. See, come like, on. Bro, I don't, like, <laughs> That's I'm what I'm talking yeah. about. Bro, even I've had Shania. Bro, me and Ty, when we were warming up for our fight in Adelaide, we had Shania Twain playing. <laughs> and we were like, See, man, was, they talk like, about entrance music. What are you always thinking about when you want to have an entrance song? R&B. Nah, yeah. Like, um, I've walked out to fantasy, Mariah Carey. Yep. Um, I walked out to, uh, yeah, I've walked out. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's like um, sexual by Naked. Oh like, shit! <laughs> like, yeah, you just got them all riled yeah. up, aren't I? Hundred percent. The wife doesn't like that one. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, uh, because for me, it's that um, that walkout is about having fun. Got it. Yeah. It's like um, you see the guys and they're pumped up and they're yeah. amped all the way there. I think that's wasted energy for me anyway. So. And I see it a lot of our Polynesian fighters. They have so much fun mm. from the curtain to the ring. Yeah, and I thought about it as well. And it's like you said, bro, the fighting's in us. Yeah, like it has to be because we're comfortable with it. Whereas, um, like when we're out the back, we're dancing and having yeah. fun, and there's like a guy in the corner throwing up in the corner, yeah. and <laughs> so like, nervous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I just think it's just because it's in us that it was yeah. like, I like if you don't think of it as this big spectacle, and I think that's why they build up so much pressure and that like consumes them. Oh yeah. Whereas we're like, it's another fight, caught up bro. In the You're moment. just gonna punch him in the face. Exactly. He's gonna punch <laughs> me in the face, and then we'll see who does it better. You know, we're going to a fight right <laughs> now, right? We're going to a fight. We're gonna brawl all out. <laughs> You, you, do you love live music shows? Do you like go yeah, to festivals? I just went to Fiji, saw Fiji before I came uh, like two weeks ago, yeah. I think. So, yeah, that was So, cool. Fiji was out there in Sydney. He was just like stuck for a minute. He was like, I'll just do shows all over Oh, here. mad. Because oh, he was supposed to do the One Love Festival yeah. and they ended up not doing it because of the pandemic stuff. Yeah. So, he ended up staying out there and he was like, oh, I'm going to be out here. He goes, you want to come join me? Yeah. But I'd have to like quarantine for 10 days and be out yeah, there. Yeah, so. they just got rid of that. Yeah. So. See, see, so thank God we got to do it now because now we can actually travel. Because yeah. I, I find out that Australia and New Zealand, they love live music. Yeah. The festivals, the yeah. live shows, or Fiji comes, or J-Book comes. It's not big here? Oh, it's huge oh, yeah, here. Yeah. So, like, I think they have pure law. They have a lot of festivals here yeah. that me and Westafa are a part of that we kind of bring this other element where, mm. you know, this island reggae with everything. Yeah. But, like you said, we want to mix our own little twang in there, like mm. the R&B mm. and the hip-hop and stuff, where we just get it where I think music is almost like a universal language where people within any game, whether they're an entrepreneur, whether they're a fighter, whether they're a podcaster, can always relate. Mm. to a certain demographic of music yeah i think um 
that that might be why that we are uh, like got popular as well really quick yeah. with tights like you, because you you're walking out and they've got a song and they're vibing with you and they yeah. go oh, man i feel this guy's vibe absolutely I understand it. and then that that's it that creates that buzz and that's all organic too like i always yeah. see what when you guys come out and and the fighters that come out you guys don't have anything forced yeah like nothing's forced down people's throat where it's yeah. like this is us this is what we do yeah we yeah. have fun and we come do what we do there but yeah and i think that's um like we got that real aussie sort of yeah. bogan <laughs> thing that people go oh man <laughs> these guys don't give a shit if you weren't fighting in the ufc what would you be doing mm. good question because it seems from your from your upbringing, right, yeah. all you know is fighting. Yeah, bro. I, so. I, I, I honestly don't know. Four oh, years God. old, man. Yeah, you know? I'm stabbed at 14. I still yeah. can't get over the stabbing. <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, I've got nothing for you. Like, I, I wasn't good at school. Like, yeah. actually, I, I was good at school, but I wasn't good at going to school. Yeah. That makes sense. My mom was a school teacher, so... Um, she was you had in-house. Yeah, you had in-house teacher. Yeah, she was always on it. So, like, even though I was skipping all the classes, the teachers were trying to kick me out, but I still passed the test. Yeah. So, like... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I've done all types of jobs, like um, metal roofing. Like who knows? I just don't know where yeah. I'd be. I could be. Well, that takes us to, like so. After fighting, not you having these businesses already. Is that something that you just yeah. gonna just? Well, that that's different because that came from fighting. So yeah. like um, I, all all of the things I try not to force too much with the entrepreneurship because um, all of it comes off the back of fighting. Yeah, we, we win fights. That yeah. that stuff gets the business bigger. does good. Exactly. You lose fights, it doesn't do as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the number one priority is fighting. Yeah. But um, I've definitely like like I said, podcasting, some sort of talk show. I'd, um, I might be looking at doing some sort of talk shows, or um, and definitely with Drink West, like yeah, just pushing that man. So I've still, I told my wife, I was like, give me five years of fighting, yeah, and then I'll be a stay at home dad. You can do whatever you want. Well, so let's talk about that. Five yeah. years of fighting. You only you're seven and three right now. Yeah, you're still young in this game. I mean, yeah. in, in fight years. Yeah. What's the pinnacle for you? Like, if it's to be in this light heavyweight mm. division, or is it to step up to the heavyweight and kind of fight? Like, would there ever be a no, Bam versus Tyson? No, nah, hell no. Yeah, I was about to say. Hell no. Um, but uh, um, the yeah, light heavyweight division, bro. Or, yeah. I, I'm going for the top. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no like for me. Everyone else says like. Who, whoever thinks about going in there, I want to be around the middle. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're aiming for the top and see where we fall. So, uh, the other than that, man, five years is a long time. Like I said, we're lucky light heavyweight and heavyweight. It's um, the age is a bit different. Yes. So, I think we're like 35 is like the average age. Yeah. Whereas, like those light guys, they got to be young. Exactly. And fast, they got to be young. <laughs> yeah. And the, because you, you don't, light heavy and heavyweight, you just got to hit them with one punch. And that's yeah. the, cha the game changer. Because so. I've always said, like, through fighting, I'm, I'm a fight fan, but it's through light heavyweight and heavyweight, you get the knockouts. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, like a knockout dude. I mean, I like the technical stuff and you can score points in here, there, but if you're not knocking somebody out, I probably might turn the channel. Yeah, you'll probably turn the channel on some of my fights then because, like, you probably... No, but you'll be taking it to the ground and twisting them up like yeah. a pretzel. Like, see, that's what I was telling. Whenever you go out and I want to have that power just to say, let me twist this dude up like a pretzel real quick. Hey? And he don't even know. <laughs> so he'll be like, hey, uh, we got a table. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. Hold on real quick. And just, like, swap him up real quick. Like, okay, you're on table three. <laughs> like, to have that power to walk through has to be... I mean, like I say, well, us as Polynesians, we've had that all our lives anyway. Yeah. Because we always think that nobody could whoop our ass. Yeah, so we're just yeah. walking around anyway. So it kind of just goes back to the power podcasting what i'm glad you said that is because i want a lot of these people watching right now across the world and that do podcasts this is more of a thing that we could just do whenever we want mm. um it's kind of just shows our personalities that me and Gustavo yeah. just started this and we're like we've been in the, i've been in podcasting for a minute but after we're watching yours and seeing how you and ty just have that organic mm. kind of reactions of everything yeah. that's what people 
miss yeah. on social media and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. When no, you guys no, are just shooting the shit yeah. and you guys are just talking shit, people don't see that actual, oh, shit, these guys are actually cool dudes. Yeah, I think that's one thing that I liked about it as well because um, everyone gets these preconceived uh, like ideas or yeah. misconceptions about you and it's allowed us to show like who we are like yeah. that we're just a couple of blokes that got are good at getting <laughs> punched in the face wait so, it, so for our listeners that don't know blokes can you explain oh, it guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that some of the slang was going to get us well i thought we were just going to have like the definition on the bottom of the screen <laughs> oh, blokes and we'll yeah, get so, that <laughs> post-production you know i don't know if you know in hawaii it's it's mokes oh is it yeah oh that's pretty close yeah it's, it's the same thing with it's mokes mokes and blokes yeah yeah, well, so I mean, you know, there's different verbiage on a lot of stuff. Do you mm. see there's like a big, like, you know, switch with people that you talk to out here? They're like, oh, what does that mean? Like kilos. Oh, and yeah, no, yeah. So a lot of people don't understand me, but I understand them, yeah. obviously, because my dad, like, my old man's from the States. I so. want to ask you, so how did your dad end up? It's in the Oceanside, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So how did he end up in uh, in Australia? So he was playing for Arizona State, um, and then his uh, father passed, and he asked him to go on his mission when he passed. So oh. he chased my mom on his Mormon mission. Back to Australia. Oh, wow. Oh, from so you, Oceanside. Yeah. Your mom had served her mission in... Uh, no, nah, so dad went to Sydney, met her on the mission. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And then <laughs> and went, she back. went back. Yeah. And then he yeah. went back. And then... And he was like, let's have a baby that I can stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. So with, with your fights coming up, I mean, what like we were talking about the pinnacle of everything. After the fight game's done, you said you have a daughter like that. Where do mm. you see for her as far as, like you said, you told you wife five years. Give you yeah. five years and you'll be the at-home dad, right? Yeah. What's going to be the plan for your baby girl when you're done fighting? Oh, man. Uh, no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, like what the first three months, of, so she's only like eight months now. Yeah. now I've, and I, it's, oh, she knew, knew. Yeah, yeah. And I've been, away for, been away for three months training, man. So yeah. it's been a rough oh, time tough. with that. Being hard away from the baby. I never realized how hard that was going to be. But uh, um, that first three months, I was getting like an hour, two hours sleep because you know you, you don't even want to yep. put the baby down. You They're so small yeah. and fragile at and that like, point. And like, bro, they the hospital goes, here you go, here's your baby, good luck. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I'm they doing. don't give you like a whole crash course <laughs> on how to be a father or something like that too. It's like you got to be a father like on the spot yeah. at that time. Yeah. So um, with that first three months, I was getting like an hour, two hours sleep, but then I was still having to get my five a.m. session in. Yeah. I was wrecked. And then like three months, in, I was like to my wife, I go, I can't do this. Eh? Yeah. I was like, where's the, can we send this back? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're not ready yet. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's send yeah. it back. We'll come get it later on. But, um, yeah, now now that she's like starting to fit in, you yeah. know, get the sleeping routine. It's all it's good now, and I love being a dad, man. I miss yeah. her so much. I was about to say, the best hood is fatherhood. Yeah, man. And I, I love talking to new fathers because yeah. um, me, I'm like an OG in the game father. <laughs> but it's like it's it's a whole life, different perspective in yeah. life. Um, you know, when you don't have a kid, you kind of want to, you could do whatever you want. Yeah. When you do have that responsibility and you kind of like hold it, it's like a whole different ballgame. Yeah, it's a definitely a different responsibility. Like if you could sell yeah. that and bottle that up, that feeling that you have when you first see your firstborn. Oh, yeah, man. And it's like, man, it's like no other. Yeah. Like the, that right there, especially when I, I was talking to Ty about his kids too. Yeah. It was like you, the father stuff, it kind of drops everything the bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, your, of your past. Yeah. You were doing all the stuff bad, but now when you have yeah, that yeah. kid, it's like now I got to kind of like stick up and kind of be a, yeah. a model citizen for my, 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 my son. Well, and that's what I was saying as well because they'll like, uh, they'll ask me how I've, I'm going to come into this fight like as stuff changed because yeah. I was like four, in four years I've, I'm a completely different That's a man. long layoff. Yeah, I'm, I'm a completely different person as an athlete, as a father, as a person yeah. and then this last 
um, eight months, I've changed again completely. Because yeah. once I've become a father, now I'm just bang. I'm gonna make money for my kids. It's a whole different it. mentality. Yeah. yeah. And then this last fourteen weeks, I've changed again. Going there, this uh, as soon as this fight's done, I don't want to party. I don't want to drink. I want to get straight back on. I want to fight again. Mm. Yeah. And I just want to get make my money and get on get on with it. So it's just like a, they make you turn your hustle up. Yeah. They definitely make you turn your hustle life, up. Yeah. For sure. So how many fights do you have left after this one coming up? I'm not sure. On your con- you have like so many on your contract, right? I can't remember if I had three or two left mm. on there. Yeah, they'll give me some more. And what? <laughs> what, what, what is what is uh, it like working with Dana White, man? You know, um, hear a lot of stuff. No, I've I've only met him a couple times. Um, like he's been fine. He's like one of those bosses that I haven't really met. So, yeah. But um, the the people that I have dealt with are awesome. Like, uh, actually, it's changed a lot as well. Um, obviously in four years everyone's been fired like yeah. moved on or ch- like changed so I've come in here it's completely different uh, different staff yeah, and different yeah. odd new people and because that new company bought it out now yeah. it feels a lot more like a business yeah so I think I was correct me if I'm wrong but did you did you have a picture on your uh, Instagram with uh, the girl from Hawaii that, um, that got hired from Dana she was like an employee at a oh the security guard yeah I forget oh, no. her name that wasn't no, you? No. Oh, okay. No. I, was about to say, I thought you were going somewhere else. You were going to bust them out right on the podcast? No. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, there was a picture <laughs> with it. Oh, well, cut, cut, cut. Hey. No, somebody had posted a pic. I don't know who it was. It was no. just recently, though. No. Um, I'm going to Hawaii straight after this. But after oh, nice. Yeah, have you been out there? Yeah. Okay. My anniversary. You party. have to check out this band in Hawaii. They're a brand new band called Kangaroo Paws. <laughs> oh, that if nah. you check the Kangaroo Paws. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, that's Paws. <laughs> is, is, that, is that the unofficial nickname? Nah, of, yeah, nah. Tyson Pedro. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fight it because the more I fight it, it'll try and stick. So, uh, like, what happened was I got, <laughs> I got in today to sign in for the UFC and they go, Tyson, is your nickname still the same? I was like, well, I don't have a nickname, yeah. so I don't know how it can be the same. It was like, no, we checked Wikipedia. Is it still the same? I look <laughs> on there. It says kangaroo paws. I was like, some bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Tyson. Me and me and Westbrook, I was like, okay, cool. So I was kind of doing my research. I said, so kangaroo paws. Okay, we're going to call this motherfucker kangaroo paws. <laughs> That's what he went with. All the nicknames, he chose kangaroo paws. But honestly, like it was either that or someone tried to start Polynesian Python. So I, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one. Polynesian uh, Python. Yeah. So. Look out for that porn coming soon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> I don't know. I just so you, like, don't have an, uh, you don't have an official nickname. Nah, so I just left it. Got it. I was like... Because I thought, like, when you get introduced, they was like, Tyson, Kangaroo Paul's Pedro. Honestly, that would have thrown me off in the fight. Oh, that would have thrown your whole mindset off. If they just did that, I was like, Kangaroo Paul's, what the fuck is a Kangaroo Paul's? He's about to put these Kangaroo Paul's on you. Yeah, that would have done me if that that happened. So no nickname? No, no nickname. For now? Yeah, for now. We'll see what happens. But we'll I, see what, what, what sportscaster yeah. gives you a good one. Yeah. You kind of got to sift through all of them, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. But I just never needed one as well. My name's enough. Oh, yeah. Speaking of name, where, they, where, where can they find you on social media with your name? Uh, Tyson underscore Pedro. Are you a big Instagram guy? I've been through your uh, Instagram. Yeah. Are you like, are you think, do you feel like you have to post every day? I don't feel like it, but I, I, I'm pretty active on Instagram. Yeah. But um, honestly, if I didn't have to do social media, I wouldn't. Yeah, like, uh, it's like it's only a pretty much all fighting stuff. 
Yeah. The, and my wife, my missus hates that because she's like, why don't you put up pictures of me? And oh, we go, we, oh, I don't been down that road, buddy. I, don't. I was like, listen. <laughs> why listen, don't you show we're, me? We're keeping it professional on the yeah. Instagram. <laughs> so this is my professional yeah. page. And this then is they, for money. Yes. Yeah. And then they want you to get a page where it's you and them with the same name. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, 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 don't do that. Hey, once you Whoever join your name it. together, don't talk to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, sorry. Did you, you look, did you join? He already no, has, no, so Wes has one. You looked at me like yours was Joint. I was oh, like, oh, yeah, sorry, bro. You, you had to look down. He was like, oh, we got to <laughs> delete mine now. Uh, but look, we want to thank you for coming over here because thank my brother, Wei, too, because we wanted to say this being our uh, new to the podcast game, we see you're a veteran in the podcast game, but we also want to get our demographic and our followers to say, look, you're a young brother that's doing what you do in Australia, and you're, you, you know, you're in the same umbrella as us. Mm. You know, you being Samoan from Australia and all that. Mm. We, I, I don't say, we always take care of our own, if that makes sense. Yeah. And seeing you and Ty do your thing, and me and Westafa kind of said, you know what? For our second show, we had this opportunity to, to get with you, and it's just going to get bigger from here. I think not just for us, but for your career and what you're doing with the sure. with with the the Drink West and with the brewery and with everything you got going on right now. I think you have your plan out there already made out. You have, you're a father now, which is going to give you a whole different perspective on life mm -hmm. because you're going to make decisions based on being a father now. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. And sure. once you do that now in this game. It's only going to help because talking to a lot of fighters that weren't dads before they were mm. fighting, now they're dads, now they're fighting. You're fighting for a whole other thing mm. right now. You're mm. fighting to be daddy, don't want to get beat. Gives you a bigger yeah. why. Sure. Absolutely. I no, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, boys. Wes, any last words? No, man, just good luck, man. Best of luck to you on the rest of your career, and especially this fight coming up this weekend, man. We're all behind you, man. Cheers, you know? my brother. Yeah. Thank you, boy. Wes just wants to delete his Instagram that he's talking <laughs> about immediately. He's like, oh, wow. cool, so we'll just go uh, take this off. But, man, Tyson, any any words you want to say to the people before you get up out of here, bro? Nah, just um, thank you for having me on here. It's been, like, it's a good podcast, man. I was yeah. like, I'm glad to see you guys kicking off and Excited that I got to be one of the first. We're uh, new to the game, man. So any advice you you would have for nah, us, man? No, man, it was good. I, yeah. Like yeah. I appreciate the back and forth. It was good. Um, like uh, that's like you said, organic's the best thing. But yeah, um, for the people, man, if uh, the thing that I learned from this injury and stuff is just back yourself, believe in your own vision. Yes. And uh, just quiet out the noise, man. Because even if people are telling you not to do it, if you believe in yourself, then. That's all that matters. That's enough. Absolutely. Yeah. And you heard it from my man, Tyson Pedro, UFC light heavyweight, the Western Conference podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Cheers, boys. <laughs>